This is like fucking 98. This is our 98th episode. Oh, I thought you meant like 1998. This is like... We're talking about Happy Gilmore. In this room, we are in 1998. (laughs) That'd be great. I'm nine years old. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's funny. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Opposite of Important. My name is Lance. Over here we have... Joe. It's just the two of us, like the Will Smith song. Right behind me. Just the two of us. <laughs> and in uh, Austin Powers. You and I. Yeah. Was that in there? The second one. Oh, yeah, that's right, with Mini-Me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Good times. It's funny, but also not funny at the same time. Just remembering those movies premiering. And yeah. now the, and now they've been out for years and years. You know, and it's like I was there. Yeah. For yeah, I was working with crazy. Uh, I was working with a staff member that uh, what she's like twenty two. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is interesting because like, okay, I'll be thirty two in May. So we got about a ten year difference. Yeah. And she says how much she's into Harry Potter, and then she's into like Lord of the Rings and this and that. And I'm just sitting there like, man, okay. The start of all of those movies was around 99, 2002 yeah. era. So I was telling her, like, I have those memories of going to the theater. And she's like, you know, she's younger, so she didn't have that opportunity. Right. You know, so it was just kind of bizarre how I had that. We had that time where it was Harry Potter. 19, yeah. I think 1999 or 2000, maybe. Uh, initially. Somewhere around yeah. there. It was, it was around uh, 99, 2000 for the first. Yeah. first Harry Potter. Yeah. And then you had Lord of the Rings, like the next two years, within two years. Yeah. The first Lord of the Rings. like, And then you had the first Star Wars of like Star Wars Episode One, like yeah. a new. Oh, yeah. So during that time period, it was just bizarre of we had these initial movies mm-hmm. that we didn't necessarily know that it was going to be what it was going to turn into. It's 2021, and yeah. they're still selling all of it. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't remember, Star Wars Episode One, huge success. Right? Ginormous success. <laughs> uh, all of the old school Star Wars fans are like, yeah, it's the best movie I've That's ever right. seen. Jar Jar's uh, the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll still watch it. I yeah. mean, I get it. Like, It's catered towards me, and now I'm at that age where it's... I remember being a kid because mm-hmm. I was a kid when it came out. Yeah. Now, if I was 30 and episode one came out, maybe I'd have different feelings about it. Yeah. You know? I agree. So I don't know. It's I agree kind with of you. one of those things. Yeah. We were just beyond um, being kids. Yeah. You know, like junior, senior in high school, sure. I think. Yeah. I remember there was a casting call for the second, second movie. One? Yeah, the with Hayden Christensen uh-huh. for uh, somebody to play Anakin. Ah. Like that was public knowledge ah. that that people could send in. I I don't know if it was headshots or video or whatever, but but that was a thing that they did. Hmm. Either that or that wasn't really a thing, and that was somebody just trying to kidnap children. Right. So like, okay, that. you and all your emo friends. Like, <laughs> here you go submit submit yeah uh so you needed to you needed to look like the jake kid 
but um, hopefully not grow up to be an asshole like he did. God. Mm. Like he's still, maybe, maybe uh, he's not. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's just in all the interviews because he doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Maybe in real life he's decent. But he's still doing like, I mean, before COVID, but he was still doing meet and greets. Was he? Yeah. Huh. And then he was just going, yeah, yeah, I was Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you really, you want to spend 20 bucks for a dude to be like, meh, all right. Did he, did he burn through all of his money and he's bitter? That could be it. That they didn't wait to make the next installment until he was actually a teenager that maybe be, that's it that could be he it. was like why don't you guys hold off mm-hmm. like you one and done that's sad that's sad for me let's hold off do episode two f- like 12 years from now we'll yeah. be great wouldn't that be nuts if like star wars was like that in a way like avatar where like uh, you yeah. wait 12 years or something but <laughs> is that the reason that avatar has waited so long or is it like time and money <laughs> like i well, don't yeah. see i, think I don't both. see any reason avatar should have taken as long as it has yeah like what the fuck is he doing i think he's waiting for technology that didn't exist in 09 yeah or something i'm assuming it's going to be 3d like the other one i don't know but yeah i'm sure he's gonna wait do you think some... cameron's cameron's still s- sticking to his guns with the 3d thing i, I think uh, so with avatar yeah, because I think that was the groundbreaking thing. And if he doesn't, I think it would look, I don't know. James Cameron, we'll who also directed the early Terminator movies. True Lies that and, I watched this weekend. Uh, Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I the, talked the about The Titanic. Titanic. And I'm waiting he, for the second one of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic, the sequel. Titanic 2. I mean, what could you do in Titanic, the sequel? Um, You make a new ship. Mm-hmm. And it lasts because of global warming, and there's no ice. <laughs> well, they made a they, they, they made a, a new Titanic. Yeah, did it sail the seven seas? I yet? need to look at it. I don't mm, know. It's probably not going to do all seven. Right. One of the seas has a Loch Ness monster. What if they replace the current Titanic at the bottom of the sea with a new Titanic at the bottom of the sea? <laughs> so that way they could. Yeah. <laughs> so that way we could have the old yeah. one. In a museum. They could do tours. That belongs in yeah. a museum. They could do submarine tours. Get mm-hmm. people down. Here's the green. I think <laughs> that there is a very big chance that you would die. Probably. If you go down that low. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. How but low can you go? But they How did it. can you go? They, they looted the ship. Like yeah. so many people, once they found it, so many people went there, looted all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and now it's illegal. Yeah. You can't do but that. But who's, is there a cop sitting there? I don't know. Swinging his baton. But how do you uh, fish cop? <laughs> right? Like, hey, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. How how far down is the Titanic? Echo. How far down is the Titanic? Maybe she'll understand. According to an Alexa Answers contributor, 3,784 meters or 2,069 fathoms or 12,415 feet. 12,415 12, okay. feet. 5,000 is a mile. 5,000 feet is a mile. So about two miles, a little over two miles Good deep. God. In that section of like, the ocean. I had trouble diving for a conch shell. <laughs> that, I know. That was like uh, 12 feet down. <laughs> and like the, the pressure of the water is forcing you back up. Mm-hmm. We grew up. That with a, was twelve. Yeah, we grew up with a twelve foot pool. 
like at the deep end. And then like your ears would pop and like, God, and we're talking two miles. Oh my God. Yeah. Think of that pressure. My God. I can't. How far down does a submarine go? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to know what the deepest part of the ocean is. Right. We know two miles or a little over two miles. Because you watch movies and we're going to only be able to refer to movies because we're huge nerds. Right. But when you watch a movie, you know, you can only go so far before the pressure will take you down in the sub. Echo, how far down can a submarine go? Here's something I found on the web. I can't wait. According to reference.com, as of 2014... The deepest a submarine has gone is 14,760 feet, which oh, was by a deep-sea submarine named Alvin. Okay, well, the Titanic's at 12. Yeah. So we're talking a little bit more over, like, two and a half miles, almost Good three God. miles. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I know two people. Like, one's our buddy of ours that we grew up with. Yeah. Uh, that's been on the submarine. Okay. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have a coworker that, like, he... I did. I honestly didn't know he was on a submarine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And then I maybe a, I did, and I forgot. Yeah, he's in the navy. In yeah, the navy. in the navy. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I have a coworker of mine, uh, a little bit older, um, who yeah, he did that. I want to say in his twenties or whatever. Wow. So I'm like, what's it like? He's like, well, you got to go through a lot of mental checklists, and they got to go through a lot of that. That's. I'm. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Do you think you could survive? Let's start off easy. A week in a submarine, submerged, weighed deep down, and you know you'd have a crew of. Let's say you have zero responsibilities. Yeah, right. And you have access to Netflix. <laughs> you say, Netflix. yeah, you've got that. <laughs> and, but uh, you, you know approximately how tight the quarters are based on again movies. Mm-hmm. You have seven days down there. Seven days. <sighs> seven days down there. And you cannot come back up for seven days. I could probably do it. You think so? I've been through, you know, I've been through. Are worse. you going to, when you're down there, are you going to pretend like you're not down there? Or are you going to kind of, uh, I'm going to be like, I'm going to revel summer. in it. Yeah. I'm on a submarine. What's this like? Yeah. You know, cause like I've been on Ragbri where it's seven days of biking. You're going to be bugging them for duties. Right. Right. Like, hey, let me polish your pipes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 never mind there's joe trying no. to get in good with the captain hey buddy no. you need me to um your i would i mean like i've been on a cruise for a week granted you have the ability to go up on the upper deck get some sunshine yeah you know and i think i would just have fun with it because even a cruise tight submarine probably mm-hmm. tighter you know yeah but like walking down like i've been on a i've been on a cruise and it's really choppy waters mm-hmm. and you literally like look down and people are just hit bumping a shoulder on one end it's one wall and then they bump water a, a cruise several several years ago we went it wasn't a carnival yeah. one i want to say it was like royal caribbean or something mm-hmm. but it was super choppy and very first night I it was terrible. Mm. It was so bad. And the only thing I could do was feel sick, get sick, go to sleep. Mm. That was it. And I think a lot of people were in the same boat. Yeah. See what I did there? The same shit. <laughs> Tammy would not approve of, the of that word. Uh no, because her dad was in the Navy and she says oh. a boat fits on a ship. A ship does not fit on a boat. Well, maybe there's a bigger one. We I mean, this Tammy. wasn't as large as a carnival cruise. Right, right, right. So technically, 
if you worked really hard, this boat could fit on it a could ship. Work. Yeah, it's not the Orca, but still. Yeah, I did a cruise, and the first day was really choppy, and it was so cool to see the perspective. So again, the hallway. Mm. People mm-hmm. aren't thinking about it, but they hit a shoulder on one wall. They hit a shoulder on the other wall. Yeah. It's just this weird, like, perspective. And then we're sitting there at dinner, and everyone's, like, water glass was, like, shifting left and right. Yeah. It was just kind of cool. And then walking around, you know, there's there's built-in pools up top, mm-hmm. you know? So if it's a smooth day, whatever. Yeah. But they put netting over it uh, to to make sure no one gets in the pool mm-hmm. but you're looking at it and it just gets going slosh slosh, slosh. like that's a pool yeah going poosh, poosh. like oh my god i never thought i'd ever see that in my life just like <laughs> a whole entire pool is boosh, yeah right it's like whoa so that was insane to see but I, I think i could do a week on a summary not necessarily and i appreciate that answer thank you there we go um i probably could but i don't want to okay. and that is the very brief version of Final my answer, answer that you didn't ask me for but i can say when it comes to ships i can be fine and i i with the exception of that time most of the time i'm not going to get sick or anything. However, on a boat, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a if, if, if I'm going to be doing a couple days out on boats or whatever, the first day will always hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that that's getting better as I age. What about canoes? Canoes, done, I'm fine. I've done that. It's no, no, no. Not, Can, canoes, I'm fine. I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's got to be something about the the constant back and forth. Uh, or you know, hitting the hitting the wake, hitting the waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about it just eventually, like after an hour or two, it'll catch up with me. It happened to me down in Florida. It happened to me in California. It happened to me outside of um, somewhere around. We were around somewhere Seattle-ish. We were in a water. We were doing like a whale watching thing. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really know what we were doing out there. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I know yeah. that there were yeah. whales there. It was some sort of tour that we went on that Becky's mom planned when we were out there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just felt like shit. Like, uh... So that's the way it is for me. Another thing I thought of: the only place that it's socially acceptable to leave an upper decker on a submarine that makes sense just washes right away that makes sense go to the upper deck (laughs) (laughs) all right it's noon everybody ready for your upper decker i don't know what movie it was hope you had a coffee there's a couple summer what i don't even remember yeah like the submarine is coming out of the ocean Mm -hmm. and then like you know they got like the main hatch that they yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and then there's like people on the submarine like enough that like the top half is out and then there's like a little bit of the oh yeah you know yeah. no i've seen that before but it's like that gives me anxiety just looking at it. it's like you just you slip whoop <laughs> like well one would uh, think that if they're out there they're not going at a real fast speed no so that they would like I don't know. Is there an unspoken rule that if you fall down, you're like, even we're like, leaving you behind? <laughs> even an aircraft carrier. Yeah. You know, I get you're careful here and there, but still, mm-hmm. there's quite the ledge to like, oops. <laughs> like, That's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's what I think. Like, you should put some railings up. Come on. Come on. Well, I hope that everyone out there 
that is a huge fan of submarines right? <laughs> enjoyed this conversation. I know. Because it's probably the only one we're ever going to have. Down Periscope. Until next Submarine week. Submarine movies. Down Periscope. Down. I, uh, yeah. uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. And, I forgot. Uh, I watched that on VHS. Yes. I, I rented that from the video place. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Hunt for Red October. That's fantastic. Submarine. I love it. What's another submarine movie? I don't know. I don't know. There's like are the only two I know of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, maybe James Bond if you really want it, but whatever. Oh, yeah, where it comes up <laughs> through the ice. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. One of World's Not Enough. How are you, uh, where would you rank Pierce? He was my, he was probably my favorite Bond. Yeah. And I think it does yeah. boil down to how old you were yeah. and whatever. Yeah. He was my favorite Bond for a while, and I still love him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's great. He wasn't I've, too over the top. You know what it is? I'll say I'll fucking tell you. Oh, what okay, all right. <laughs> Finger pointing and everything. You know what? <laughs> I I just now figured out what it was. What? He's fantastic. The movies weren't great. Yeah, yeah. So he executed. Bond he was well. he was a great Bond. But you but know. I like the world is not enough. Mm-hmm. Die another day. Mm-hmm. Even. I think Goldeneye was great. Goldeneye was great. Tomorrow Never Dies. I Here's the thing. I have, and Tomorrow Never Dies was okay. I liked it for the most part. Right. Um, he was supposed to be where Timothy, uh, Timothy Dalton was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember but hearing they, that. They didn't get him out of his Remington Steel contract. Yes. And I was watching a fun YouTube bit of like Louis Anderson interviews where he's talking about coming to America too. Yeah. And uh, so he's sitting on... Like, uh, do Louie talking about coming to America, too. Uh, okay. He's like, oh, hey, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm just so happy to be here. All right. You, uh, need, you need to be a little more nasally. Yeah. I'm and so happy to be there here. There you go. Right. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, he talked about how... I love this story, but he talked about how he got into coming to America. He basically... He knew Eddie Murphy from going to the comedy store and his, yeah. uh, he went to a restaurant, and then Eddie and his entourage came in, and he basically told the uh, told the waiter like, "Hey, uh, take my American Express, and I want to pay for Eddie's meal because it's Eddie Murphy, and no one pays for his meals. He's always paying for everyone else. And uh, so don't don't tell him like tell him when I leave. I don't want to make a big deal about it. And then uh, he's like, the next day I get a call from Eddie like thanking me. And uh, then I get a call from his manager saying, hey, we're doing this movie called Coming to America. Oh, wow. And he's like, we want to put you in it. And so, oh, okay. And then uh, he's like, that's the best 660 bucks I ever spent. Wow. It's like, whoo, jeez. And he'll be in the second one, too. Yeah. Somewhere. I, I don't know. And but a movie that early mm-hmm. with that big of an imp- even for a small part. 88. Like that. And like Sam Jackson's part. Yeah. Huge deal. <laughs> Yeah, it just went off. It was a fucking tremendous yeah. movie that people still watch mm-hmm. today. Yeah, like there's a lot of comedies from back then that just faded out. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna see again unless you're like hardcore into movies. Mm-hmm. So but this podcast, podcast on podcast, podcast on podcast, had Louis Anderson and the, whoever was interviewing him was playing clips of kind of or like kind of leading up to you know like you're kind of looking at the body of work he's done. Yeah, so it starts with Johnny Carson. And he talks about that. And he's like, yeah, I was booked on Letterman. And then I got a call to do Carson. And then I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to do Carson. I got to do Carson. Mm-hmm. And then boom. Oh, same of, night. Like, yeah, they booked him for like the same week oh, or same shit. night. And he's like, oh, boy, okay. And he's like, I've just, I've always wanted to do Johnny Carson. Everyone dies for that spot to go. You mm-hmm. know? And then it shows the clips. And like, oh, my God, look at that. And then it goes to like the next bit. 
and he was on an episode of Remington Steel with Pierce ah. Brosnan, jammed in a fucking phone booth, face to face, like nose to nose. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, I had so much good times on that." And That's he's great. like, "Oh my god, it's like Pierce Brosnan was so funny on set." You know, I get it, it's more serious movie like right. show. Yeah. But you know, it's like between takes, he's like, Yeah, he was so fun to work with, and I learned a lot from him because he was supposed to be James Bond during that filming. And then they yeah. didn't so he's like, I learned a lot of like know what contract you're signing, you know. And then yeah. they just continued with Timothy Dalton and then kind of let life go. But yeah, I'd say Pierce Brosnan is probably uh probably my favorite bond but yeah, yeah. i think that's what it is it's like, I, it comes down to the script and well something about what was it because a lot of movies in the 80s maybe it's because they were grittier and then in the 90s they tried to like polish shit up you know what i mean yeah yeah and it could have been a great movie but for some reason a lot of the action movies in the 90s just don't hold up well there's something about them. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Sort of. I mean, even but like we also had True Lies. That's an well, and movie. and Brosnan went into the 2000s, yeah, as well, a little bit, yeah. And so even in the, I'm I'm standing by this that late 90s into the 2000s, mid to late 90s into the 2000s, like it's not our best work. Okay, you know what I mean? Too like, digital, maybe, maybe, yeah. And I, same thing. Same thing goes for music, mm-hmm. you know, like even Aerosmith in and this I know this is a weird place to take it, but Aerosmith 70s, 80s, great 90s. OK, get a grip. The name of that album. Yeah, uh, great. Uh, and then we had Armageddon in there. Yeah. Close to like 99, 2000. Yeah. Right. And then like not their greatest. Yeah. Like it. it, it and I feel like that also goes into movies well especially with like bond because it's like music because there's it's such a franchise but so you know it's like it's for james bond franchise it's basically like a band from from the 60s -hmm. and then you're like oh they were around in the 60s and i was i was on board with it and then i then i wasn't now i'm back on board again because they're doing some of this but like you know you get to um roger moore he was fun he was entertaining but it was like over the top. Yeah. Like 70. Hey, I'm James Bond. Hey, just yeah, kind of like this true. bizarro, I don't know, kind of thing. But yeah. Oh. Yay. But Daniel Craig, you know, he's going to be wrapping up his final one this year. It should have been last year, but whatever. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to that one. I am very much looking forward to it. But if you think about it, like what I was saying, the new movies, although they're the quality of movie, is great, but they're a little more gritty. You, the Daniel you, Craig one yeah, is more you, like hoo hoo. Do you get what I'm saying there? Yeah. And it it's like they forgot to keep it real mm-hmm. for Brosnan's later Bond movies. And I still have a lot of admiration for him, but the one with um, Christmas. Um, His last De- one. Den- uh, no, 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 no. Denise Richards. Yeah. As whatever her name was, something yeah. Christmas. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, was that Tomorrow Never Dies? No. Tomorrow Never Dies was with the 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 one That's lady. World's Not Enough. That's World's Not yeah, Enough. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Anyway. We're we, on track. We, we get the idea. We're on track. We're on I, track. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like 
I don't know. It was a weird kind of polish to the movie, and it wasn't it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. So, and this has been a long road to get here, but that's why now, in looking back, for some reason, I I have more love for the Sean Connery movies. No, yeah, you can't you can't knock um, like the beginning. You yeah. know, like oh man, that was what started it. Yeah. And then they always say, like, I've watched a lot of documentaries on, like, the whole, like, body work of of, of Bond, of every yeah. actor, every single thing. And they said that for most actors who play Bond, rather, you know, there's uh, uh, George Lazenby only did one, and that one was, like, the most top-grossing Bond at the time. And then... Some might say it was the grossest. It was. I don't know. It was like the longest, <laughs> most action-packed. Why don't they call it yeah. that? That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That one broke, like, I don't know, it just broke the mold. Then they yeah. got Sean, Sean Connery. Right. But they said for each person who played Bond, the third movie that they did was the most popular. Yeah. So, like, for Sean Connery's Goldfinger, mm-hmm. you know, and then Live and Let Die. And uh, the third one for mm. Brosnan would have been... Yeah, he did tomorrow, and then he did World's Not Enough, and he only did four. Each each Bond had five a five movie deal, mm-hmm. and then it hit. Uh, then it hit. Uh, I, I, and again, George Lazenby is just a different. They didn't ask him back or whatever. Um, but when it got to Pierce Brosnan, um, he was slated to have a five movie deal. Mm-hmm. You know, Timothy Dalton only had like one or two, so he didn't get to five. I don't know if his popularity was or whatever. You know, Pierce Brosnan, he was a big breather. He's a big breather. In in his in his uh, don't get me wrong. We're acting. all we're all breathers, but whenever he has like a a pause mm-hmm. when he's acting, he's like Yeah, like there's this big gap. <laughs> he, he really <laughs> He does that it just uh I'm trying to think of all the like famous scenes that I've watched and and when he when he stops, yeah, you you hear him breathe. It's I I know yeah. I'm not wrong about know, this because yeah. I've watched a lot. Of, another movie that I liked of his was the Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Rene Russo, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was, which was a remake, obviously, mm. but I hadn't seen the original one. Anyway, but yeah, so he I, was slated for five movies. I think I prefer. Yeah, I do remember hearing. But that. then, but then September 11th happened. Yes, and they're like, I we don't know what to do. Yeah, Daniel Craig comes in the picture. And then they're like, let's just kind of restart it mm-hmm. and Casino Royale. Isn't that crazy? Boom. That was that long ago. Yeah, it was. That's fucked <laughs> Anyways, up. Anyway, so that's that. But yeah, uh, he's been great in other movies. At, although I would say that Connery is just for the set of movies that each one did, I would have to say Connery. But that doesn't change the fact that if I was to introduce somebody to James Bond, just for my taste, I would probably show them GoldenEye first. Yeah. I can't, I that, just... That's like tight. Like, that's yeah. the most popular video game, too, mm-hmm. out of... Oh, you know? I, I was prime age for that game. Like, <laughs> yeah. we we had friends that had parties at their house, an old school fucking, like, CRT TV, but like one of the rear projection yes, TVs yeah. as well that... It's like maybe like four feet across and four feet high yeah. and split screen, yeah. four player, golden eye. You have to be at oh the right God. angle to kind of go see to, the go to the, <laughs> go to the, uh, <laughs> the temple, uh, ro- like rocket launchers or grenade oh. launchers in the temple. It's fucking great. Some of my favorite maps, even like Halo or it's like 
a, a huge gun, so basically rocket launchers, yeah, on a super tiny map, yep, and just boom, boom or boom. proximity mines, yeah, those. Suck. Oh no, I was great at them. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you get super pissed, but oh man, satisfying kill though. Did did you have that rule? Uh, that's kind of around the internet where no slappers one, only, like no one could be odd job because he was shorter. Yeah, like, I <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't something that happened all the time, mm-hmm. but I do remember that being a rule. I I was always one of those back in the day that I feel like I would get so mad if somebody selected James Bond before I did. Yeah, like I want to be him because I just wanted to be that character so bad because mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit about the other characters yeah. in it. One of my Even favorites. though it made zero difference yeah. in the gameplay one except of, for the very beginning when the camera revolves around mm-hmm. you. One of my favorites in the movies was Jaws. Jaws. Because he made an appearance yeah, like most of the time you have an uh you have like a Bond villain Mm-hmm. And they typically die. And then you move on to the next movie and you get like this villain. Oh, my God. And then they die. You know, then you have mm-hmm. a happy ending or whatever. But Jaws was in a, more than one. movie. Well, he was such a moonraker. He was. In, yeah. Yeah. He just. The dude commanded the screen it like was like it was undeniable that he was mm-hmm. this like type of guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's huge. I want to like explore more of his movies because the only ones I know Bond and Happy Gilmore. Mm, uh-huh. You know, and I'll That's count right. on you being in the parking lot. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Which I went back and watched uh, Happy Gilmore. I got to finish it still. Um, and they said for him, uh, he uh, around that time he was in a car accident. So if you look, oh, if you look at his scenes that he's in, he's usually leaning on something like a fence or a pole uh, just to yeah. help him be proud. I'm like, I've never noticed that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's always a fun fun thing but yeah Jeez. i know so then they're talking happy gilmore too wonder how that's gonna be. bring it i'm on board bring ben stiller back somehow maybe he's not the same character yeah that's true but it'd be he fun wouldn't to, need to be he's not even credited in it in happy gilmore one i mean uh correct me if i'm wrong but isn't uh bob barker still alive yeah yeah See? oh god that wouldn't bring him back they said uh, they, Bob they, Barker. They did, that, they did that bit in the hospital. You remember that? The who? Like the, months the ago. Uh, uh, and it might have been in 2019 or early yeah. 2020 where there was a bit with um, they were both at the hospital and it showed. That's at, right. Like you remember Bob, that? Bob Barker was in the hospital in real life. Right. And then Sandler went to go visit him. Yes. Or something. And but then, they, and they filmed the thing. Yeah. I forget I what exactly it right. was. That's right. Here, I'm going to find it. You keep talking. But uh, yeah, Bob Barker, uh, during that time, uh, they said, hey, we want you to be basically in a fist fight with Adam Sandler for this movie. I love it. And uh, well, well, we'll hire like a, you know, a stunt double or something. And he's like, hold on. The only way I'm doing this movie is if I can I can put up a fight, so I'll do my own stunts. It's like okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> and, and then uh, they uh, Adam Sandler premiered it at uh, filming of Price is Right, and then Sweet. after that movie came out, Price is Right ratings went up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, here we are. Here we are. Now you've had enough. America comes together. Adam Sandler and Bob Barker. Hey, everybody. Oh, man. 
As you probably have guessed, Bob Barker and I haven't spoken with each other in many years. That's right. Not since Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. But we know that providing schools and services for people with autism is too important. Absolutely. So I'm hanging out here with Bob, helping him with his soup while his hip heals. I do not need your help, Adam. You told me the soup was hot, Bob. Let me help you. <laughs> Blowing on it. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm fine. But you know you, you are looking old. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> How old are you, 60? I think we're supposed to talk about autism, Bob. You're looking chunkier than the soup. <laughs> that was a good one. I guess doing all those movies mm -hmm. without me took its toll. <laughs> oh, that's what this is about. If I had known that I had to toss your salad to be in another one, I would have. But Rob Schneider didn't send me the memo. Okay. <laughs> and it goes on for a while. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Just written all those jokes. I love it. Classic. Oh. Yeah. It's actually, nice to know that Bob Barker's on board with pretty much yeah, anything. Like, okay. I actually have a coworker whose family member or sister lives in LA. Oh yeah. And like Are they fancy? I guess. Okay. But like, you know, uh she doesn't live too far away from Bob Barker. And, oh nice. And at the time it was like, Oh, I saw Bob Barker walking his dog again. Just like no just like what? That'd be fucking dope. Like you're on the way to the grocery. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Like L.A. would be so weird. Like because that's so normal. Mm -hmm. You know? Like ah oh, no, yeah. I went. To, I went to the movie. Wesley Snipes was behind me. Yeah, no it's, big deal. Like it's okay. No big deal. It's like what? Hey, you know what else is not a big deal? A break. A break. Joe knows what's up. What's up, yo? All right, who's texting me? Who dat? Who dat? Who texted you? Uh, lady. Who is it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Um, this is our episode. This is like fucking 98. This is our 98th episode. Oh, I thought you meant like 1998. This is oh, like... The, we, we're talking about Happy Gilmore. In this room, we are in 1998. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm nine years old. <laughs> Uh, you're such a young boy. It's adorable. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Episode, episode 98, man. 98. Uh, do, do you feel it? I, uh, you know, it feels good. I feel like the amount of stuff that we've changed clearly adds up to 98. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But other than that. We've had some side episodes. It and, we've got, we've got some side pieces out know, there. Technically, we've done more, but we're not. No, that's them true. Yeah, I, I try to separate the the different. I don't know, like with the album stuff, I keep those separate. I this is a message for the masses, I guess. I think we were talking about potentially starting a whole separate podcast that we would just upload only the album stuff. That'd be cool, and it might end up needing to be a Spotify exclusive. Okay. But we will we'll check that out. We'll go from we'll there. look into it. Yeah. So I'm looking back. God, it takes a while to scroll there. We should have said something before, but um yeah, okay. Wait a second. What is today? Today is February March. March. Yeah. March third? Yeah. Already. 
It's almost April right now. Art for <laughs> for the opposite of important. Yeah. So not counting the podcast that we did before this. March 6th, 2020 was number one. Oh my God. That's about right. So most likely our 99th episode will be our anniversary our anniversary oh my god and that i was hope i was so hoping and we talked about this before that mm-hmm. 100 would, would fall up. on it but 99 is pretty cool 99 is good and that's when we started with the uh fun fact i found out um we started with like tiger king around that time yeah and yeah. i heard it was shortly after that someone there's a lot of people from tiger king that are on cameo yeah and then uh someone had posted because they ordered a cameo from someone and they said oh hey we're working on tiger king season two and it's coming out soon like next month or something it's like what what yeah so i don't know what they angle. get some cameras in the jail maybe because i'm pretty sure joe was supposed to be the tiger king yeah right yeah so you can't call it tiger king without well, the king true right you can just give enough are they just gonna talk shit about him and every probably episode? yeah <laughs> They're going to find Carol Baskin's husband. So episode number 12 there we go. was our Tiger King okay. episode. Yeah, we must have just started shooting the shit before. We're like, oh, hey, have you seen this documentary? Mm-hmm. And then boosh, all of culture blew up. Uh, and then episode 15, so April 9th, is when we took your cancer public. Yeah, that was nuts because I was diagnosed April 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so three days into it. We didn't waste any time, I'm man. Just like, oh, I got to tell people. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. it. Uh, this is interesting. When there's something of note, and I still try to do this to include it somehow in the title. So our Black Lives Matter episode was June 8th. Mm, yeah, wow. that's crazy. So we're gonna have like a clip show with like Green Day in the background. There we of go. The whole year. <laughs> time of <laughs> your life. What was that? Uh, what album was that on? That was on um, the 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 yellow one, the Nimrod. Ah, right. Yeah, time of your life. Yeah, right. God, that was so long ago. That was class of two thousand six. For why is it everything that we talk about was so long ago? I don't know. It's kind uh, of fun, nostalgic. Now it is. Cool. I mean, come for the words, stay for the nostalgia. Right? It's not like we're going to talk about stuff that's about to come out. Right. Hey, I right. heard uh, Coming to America 2 and Tiger King 2. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Friday, man. That's going to be... Maybe I need to carve out some time to watch that. I don't know. So if you stream Coming to America 2 at the bar on all the TV screens... That'd be fun. Then you're in it. You're good to go. That's true. Not illegal We just have headphones, so <laughs> we can only hear it. Like, Nobody okay. else can hear it. What's up, bro? Yeah, okay. <laughs> or are you done singing? Yeah, okay. Give it up for so-and-so. Oh, hey. Whatever. I'm listening to Eddie. It's cool. You know, I used to try to say something different, and I still do occasionally, but like for every person, yeah. I wanted to say something nicer Nicer. and like like, i came up with like a whole list yeah yeah, like i wanted to say something like hey this is so and so and blah 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 but it's just turned into i don't give a fuck so i say ladies and gentlemen give it up for and it's not that i don't give a shit about the people i just don't care enough to change what i say and nobody cares nobody cares what i'm saying i had written god that must have been like a year ago um for your uh your introductions yes. and playoffs god they yeah. were fun and i had like liz, i do remember those our friend liz like uh 
like I had I'm like, you gotta read this. This is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh nerd phrase. God, that was about a year ago. Yeah. Set list from God. Did you ever go through your digital notes? Intros. Here we go. <laughs> he eats sub sandwiches by the sea while watching the sunset. <laughs> he combs his hair with a fork. Please welcome Ryan. He gets in trouble for playing with matches. Uh, His that, fireplace is hotter than he is, and he doesn't have a fireplace. It's like, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> he gets pleasure in knowing he can straighten his crooked tie, but not his crooked life. Get it together. Uh, these are just mean. Here's Tom. He pets cats against the grain. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> he once fought a kangaroo in a gas station over a case of White Claw. I don't know. He prefers- well, from, from now on, I will do these for you. So I'll come up with some for every time that you go up. <laughs> he prefers eggs scrambled, but when his girlfriend's around, it's sunny side up. Hope it works out. <laughs> Just like <laughs> he rotates his tires diagonally. Welcome, Jim. He I, sneezes into the wind. <laughs> Doesn't say bless you after someone else. Is doing. I did get a. Uh, I got a clip of us singing. Oh yeah, at the bar. I don't know if I can play it to the God, these are to the stupid. thing though. His mom dropped him off tonight. They have an 8.30 p.m. curfew. Uh, We're barely getting started at 8.30. Was it? And then the last one was like, he looks like he'll share a TED Talk with you that you don't want to (laughs) hear. Like, Like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. That'd be kind of fun to get. Yeah. (laughs) Let's, uh, here, I want to find So what were we singing? Oh, yeah. Did you? We sang, so this past weekend, we sang... Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, you want to do Learn to Fly. Yeah. Because your voice wasn't tip top. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it went well. Free chili. And it's always nice when people come up and they say, hey, you guys did a great job. And we say, yeah, we know. Yeah, you're fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, we're hosting Golden Globes. Uh, yes. Which I, I didn't watch. I also did not watch the Golden Globes. Are you ready for some news? Here we go. News time. We need a news thing. We'll get there. According to where is this? Where is this from? I I have no idea. Forbes. Uh, it's not Forbes. <laughs> oh, this is Apple News. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall say they were forced to put a white person in coming to America. I heard that. What up with that? But Louis made the cut. Apparently, I don't know. On Tuesday, the stars of the hit comedy appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live ahead of the release of the sequel and uh, ahead of the release of the sequel where they discussed how white comedian Louis Anderson ended up in the original movie. Boom. Look at this. That's right. Here we go. It says, quote, I love Louis, but I think we were forced to put Louis in it. Interesting. But I think $660 tab. Yeah. Help move the needle a little bit. Yeah. So what's up with that? I feel like that this story is not complete. Yeah. If that's because that would be weird unless they're like, hey, you need to have a white dude in it or mm-hmm. white whatever. And maybe they had other ideas of other yeah. actors, but then Louis did that. And he's like, you know. Yeah. So I guess we'll throw him a bone. Yeah. Hall 65 said, I, I just wrapped up that thing. We were forced. So this is Arsenio Hall talking. We were forced to put in a white person. Uh, this is another paragraph. They were like, there has to be a white person in the movie, Murphy echoed, recalling Paramount Pictures' alleged request. So who was the funniest white guy around? Louis. We knew him. He was cool. So that's how Louis got in the movie. Also, Burgers. Oh, my gosh. He was so funny in this interview mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, and then he kind of went into how he played, uh, uh, what was it? 
uh, in baskets. Yeah, you know where he plays uh, basically his mom. He's channeling his mom, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, Louis C.K. was developing that, and he's like, "Well, you know, I get like this phone call from Louis C.K. Yeah, and I wanted to call him <laughs> because there's not that many Louis, and I just wanted to be like, "Hi, Louis. Hey, Louis. That's all I want." <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> he's like. You can't be a Louis without a trumpet. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny. That's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. I f- okay, I've got another one here. The article is titled, Ancient Alcohol. Archaeologists in Egypt discover 5,000-year-old beer brewery. Nice. What about that? I wonder how tasty that is. Well, so beer is not the same as some mothers. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> What's the oldest... Like whiskey or bourbon or because those those are know. the best ones that are aged. You know right? what the oldest recipe is? You go on beer. Yeah, I don't know how old it is, but that's the oldest recipe. Where? How do you know this? Because uh, of Life and History Channel. And yeah, but I need you to elaborate. Um, because this is a news echo. Echo. <laughs> do I say echo? Yeah. Echo. Beer recipe age. I pronounced that echo. Fuck you. But I'm always okay. working Wait, on It's how because I you said her name forty-five times. <laughs> echo. How old is beer? See, it's so simple. Beer is one of the oldest beverages humans have produced, dating back to at least the fifth millennium BC in Iran, and was recorded in the written history of ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia and spread oh, throughout the world. See. Yeah. I was just talking about that. So then, like whiskey, what? Yeah. What's the next? Um. By the way, echo. Play the song Mesopotamia by the B-52s. Oh, yeah. Does it make you feel like you're there? Oh, I've got to turn that down. Anyway, this has nothing to do with the actual Mesopotamia. Right. But Yes, very old beer. But that's not what... That's not exactly what I was getting at. I want to know... Like the oldest whiskey that you've had, because older equals more expensive, typically. Yeah, yes. Unless you happen to have purchased getting, it or inherited it from somebody. Yeah, and it's getting to be less of that across the industry, because uh, we're drinking it. And yeah. so now we're doing a lot more small batch whiskeys. Yeah. And they're still good, but like it's just kind of harder. It's going to be harder and harder to find 18, 21 year old, because uh, you got to start that clock over again. Yeah. You know? By the way, this song is super weird. <laughs> but there's one thing that I do know. Here it comes. There's a lot of ruin in Mesopotamia. <laughs> what a what a fucking premise for a song. Am I right? Right. I would totally if I knew that that existed when I was younger. Um, I totally worked that into like my eighth grade social studies. <laughs> Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Y'all know it. Crack a book. Fucking Fred Schneider. Crack a book. You are the man. <laughs> God. Mesopotamia. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I got a buddy of mine that's seen those guys like at least I a just dozen got to see times. them the once. At least a dozen times. But it's fucking great. God, they're so good. He lives in California now, you know, so they're all around California. I've been thinking about my my album that I'm going to bring up. 
and I ah. I'm I'm bouncing back and forth between three different bands and and within those bands there's many albums I can choose from. And right. I don't know where to go, but I know that we've got plenty of other episodes that will be happening. So I I don't need to really I don't need to worry so much about this one, but it's like it's my first one, yeah. you know? Because Foo Fighters wasn't really mine. It was a, like a group decision. Yeah. So this is going to be my first one. Yeah, that'll be fun. But I want it to be something that everybody can be like, all right, I dig uh-huh. this. You know? Rock and roll. Even if they're learning something or whatever. How are, how are you doing on um, Marcy Playground? I've, I need to run through it again. Okay. And actually kind of take some more notes. Yeah. I Wikipedia the lead singer and kind of like, it's fun because like I don't really know the album yeah i know the one one hit wonder yeah and this is kind of fun we kind of all learn about it oh we're getting and there's there. not a whole lot of youtube like yeah. band interviews you know yeah i would you know foo fighters they're all over the place oh for sure and then like okay cool wait but, yeah, did you did you answer my question about the oldest whiskey you've ever had i would say i think i had 18 at one point 18 years old now is that a black label um, what is I'm, that? I'm not even sure, but for one minute there, I think I had an 18 maybe. Okay. I'm not sure what it was. I didn't write it down or anything, but hmm. I was in like a whiskey group for a minute before this, the guy who ran it, like my neighbor, like neighbors and my parents. Yeah. Um, before he had kids, he was like a realtor for a while. Okay. And he was into whiskey and this is where I learned a lot about whiskey and he, about every three months or so, I don't know, it was kind of somewhat current about every three months or so yeah um he would uh put out tickets and uh he would organize a guy's night um with whiskey and so he's okay like, so this is what i'm gonna do um we're gonna find a place where someone can host it whether it's someone's deck someone's house someone's living room and uh he, i think he sold like 20 tickets or something but it's like it was like a, it was very much a networky kind of thing it was yeah. kind of fun and um, so it was like 20 bucks or 10 bucks. And he's like, basically all that money goes towards the whiskeys I'm buying. Yeah. And he's do- he's doing his research. And there was scotch. There was bourbon. There was like, he did his research. So we had like four bottles of yeah. pretty expensive. So it was either four or five bottles, depending nice. you know, on what kind and how much he's spending on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, basically, you guys are reimbursing me. And I'm not looking to get a profit. I'm just looking to break even. Okay. So this will give you guys an opportunity to try those whiskeys that are higher end for a low price. Now, so that way you're not running to get a $70 bottle of whiskey. Does it, does it equal out to be like fair? Like, are, are you paying $15 for like a, like a low ball? Um, or what it, you know it does it does it fi- had, did did it financially make sense for you to go in it, on it like that for like a glass it did because not only did we get whiskey we didn't get a whole glass but you have to be like more obsessed with how it like you just really yeah. want to know how it tastes so you're paying for the information and learning yeah and you're also paying for like the cheese and crackers hmm. so they had that out and we had like a whiskey, an official, like actually whiskey tasting glass. Okay. It's kind of little and it's kind of curvy. And he's like, you don't, you don't want to spin it. Like 
like uh, some of those scotches are real delicate. Yeah. And you don't want to spin it like wine. Wine, you really want to get the oxygen going. Mm. And he's like, you just got to keep I it know in there. Nothing smell about it. That. I, I know, but this was really fun. <laughs> and, like, you know, I invited my buddy Tatton once and it was really cool. Sweet. And uh, yeah, so it kind of built. And then once he had kids, it kind of just kind of fell apart. But yeah. God, he did his homework on it. And he's like, this is what we're going to do. Okay. So this time around, we're going to, they just started one bottle at a time. And the first one I went to was like red breast, and I love red breast, and green dot. So okay. good. And he's like, okay, go ahead and taste it. Never heard of any of these. So good. You've had you've had red breast. Did I? Yes, you did. Okay. Yep, because I had a bottle back early days when we first why, started recording. Why was she out in the sun so long? I don't know. Red boob. There you go. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> so it was fun because- uh, We're adults, by the way. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, okay, this is kind of how you taste it. Not like when you're at a bar and you just kind of shoot it. Right. He's like, really, just let it simmer on your on your tongue for a little bit, and then kind of let it go down, and then uh, you'll get like an after finished taste. Okay. And then so try that. So at first, um, alcohol. Um, he gave us a cheap alcohol, and he's like, "Here's the deal. Um, this is just a cheap alcohol. This is a cheap rum. This is a cheap whatever it is." And he's like, "Your taste buds kind of go into shock. So at first, when you taste something." You're not actually getting the flavors. I see. So he's like, spin, you know, taste it. You know, we're going to spin 15 minutes. Yep. So we'll just have the cheap alcohol to kind of open up your tongue and your flavors and all that stuff. I'm like, okay. And then we'll get into the more expensive. Because if you start out with an expensive whiskey, you're not really going to taste the whole range. We are taking our listeners to fucking school right now. It's really fun. We should have led with this. I know. And so, yeah. So what opens up the flavors is like we we tasted one kind of thing. We're like, okay. Okay. take notes kind of get what you think you're getting and then he's like okay now literally get a spoon and put like one or two drops like be super careful with it all right so you know kind of what you're and it opens up the flavor profile like immensely really it is so cool yeah so we did that one one time and then another time we did a blind tasting so we just like is this a scotch is this a rye is this a bourbon and then I was like, t- I'm like, hmm, okay. And then we had like a nice, we had a sheet that had a bunch of terms on it. It was used for coffee, but it gave us an idea. Okay. Of like, oh, this tastes flowery. This tastes uh, leathery. This, you know. And then we, we just kind of, uh, that was a cool one because then you don't know what you like. And then all mm. of a sudden, oh, this one is this one. You're, oh, shit. I guess I do like that. Okay. Okay. You know, so it was kind of cool. It seems like a, dangerously expensive ho- hobby but he broke even right but yeah. I, but i mean it is i mean look you, at my you know you doing that's one thing look at my but it, yeah, exactly <laughs> so yeah you take it you take it to your house and you're like i don't know crap yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the other thing he was right before he just kind of stopped doing it um he was starting to get into whiskeys, pairing it up with cigars. Ah, uh, and I'm like, how much do you know about? Now, it? He's like, now you got me, Joe. Yeah, and he's like, I'm I don't in. know. He's like, I don't know anything about cigars. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm trying to like learn with what whiskey pairs up better with a cigar. I know. am on board with so this, like, and I never, I never got to that point. Yeah. So I mean, a couple I missed. I didn't go to every single one, but I, yeah. I missed a couple in the mix there. But it was fun. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we should do that sometimes. I soon. know. We've got a date coming up we here do. in uh, about six minutes. Yes. So we probably should call it. We're not going to tell you what we're doing yet. No. But you'll find out real soon. Mm-hmm. Stay and, tuned. Oh, it might be on our anniversary episode. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, buddy. 
I'm excited. Stay tuned. Yeah, then we're going to have like two special episodes because we're doing shit for the 100th episode as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got some stuff lined up oh, for you. Oh, it's up our sleeve. Ooh. So far up there, but not that far because it's happening soon. I've got Ladies. the magic in me. I've got the magic in me. Like That's it. about it. I like that. <laughs> Everything you touch turns into gold. I, God, I wish. Yeah. Like that Trump statue. Right? Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank for you for checking in. We appreciate it. Don't forget to check out our Patreon and yeah. check out our Instagram and our live shit. And I don't know, whatever. We're everywhere. We will talk it's to all you there. soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.